Hello, everybody, and welcome back to OMB Reviews. I am the critic who is a cynic. How is everyone doing this evening? Welcome back to the One Man Low Council and to episode 257 of the Welcome to Asgard podcast, because yes, indeed, this is uploaded as a podcast usually every single night after the show, sometimes the next day. But I hope everyone is doing swimmingly. Tonight is going to be a pretty crazy night because not only are we doing a stream to DLive, Odyssey, YouTube, Periscope, and all the places that we typically do, I also upgraded a webcam. So that should explain why Tina just said I'm looking very sharp on her TV, which is very good. I've also been playing around with regular OBS. I'm not using Streamlabs OBS tonight, and that has allowed me to do some pretty fun things, including putting the actual live chat embedded directly into OBS, so literally I can just look and see the chat as it is happening. Also, I have Restream up right now as well and was able to, to play around to play around with a few things, including, thank you very much, Orange Chat, for reminding me. Heimdall is is currently loading up. Thank you for reminding me. So, anyway, we're working with a lot of new things tonight. But what I was saying about restream, it allows me to do something that I've I've wanted to do for for a long time, and that is the ability to highlight some comments. Yes, magic, wizardry. Only on YouTube and DLive is this possible. So, unfortunately, I cannot do this for the Odyssey fam. But GMonkey76, shout out to you. I have you up on the other screen and can look at that. I don't know how I did it, but I did. Please be sure to smash that like button, though, please, if you do not mind. Also, remember that I do fall behind about 20 to 30 minutes in the chat because I try to read as much of the chat as I possibly can. But anyway, thank you very much, Orange Eye Reviews, for letting me know about waking up Heimdall. He has indeed been awoken. Also, one thing to note, because we made the change, I believe, on an earlier stream where maybe not a lot of people were here. But I do ask that from this point forward, on every single, on every single, platform, whether you're watching on DLive, Odyssey, YouTube, please put at Odin at the beginning of your comment if you have a comment or question. At Odin, no longer, no longer Odin question. Now just at Odin. I've created an account so that way it'll highlight orange for me. I'll try and read the first few Odin questions, the first few Odin questions, people that have listed it as Odin question as such. But anyway, thank you all for being here this evening. Let's say hello to the chat. We got J.M. Cruz in the chat. What's going on? Snort of Poop is Cuber. Says, hello, humans and other quitters. How is it going? We got Waiting for Nerdrotic. Laura, Laura, how is it going? Hope you are doing very, very well. We also got Gmonkey76 hanging out over on YouTube as well. Thank you for checking out both platforms. Uh, Orange Air Reviews, 
I'm gonna try to see if I can go back up to his comment. He's uh he's um uh, kind of flexing a little bit here, I think. I think it's a little bit of a flex. Uh, the only issue with the setup that I was explaining about earlier is that the ability to highlight messages is is one by one, uh, which makes it a little a little tricky. But anyway, there is the comment from Orange Hat Reviews, and he talks about how he thinks he thinks he called it. He says it seems that someone needs to pick up that phone because I called it. I said a while back theaters are needed. With theaters reopening, the box office will slowly revive, if not bye-bye big movies. And I do agree to an extent, right? Obviously, I believe that there needs to be some dynamic there. However, the issue and the problem comes in with are people going to return to the theaters in the same amount as they were? And I don't think they will. There's been recent stats, recent polls that have come out that indicate that there is still a large portion of the population that believes that even if you are well, you should stay at home. You, you, you should not go back to your regular everyday life. And so as long as there is a large contingent of people who feel that way, I think theaters are going to have a bit of an issue. That's just my own thought on that, though. But thank you for the thought, Orange Hat Reviews. Uh, let's see. Zikaman, Kara Tharp, what's going on? Welcome, all of you. Tina B, Empress of the Universe, of course. Thank you for being here. Bifford to Hobbits in the chat. What's going on? How's it going? Matthew Highland in the chat. Golden Ration. How is it going for you? Bruce, also in the chat. Father Christopher Miller, hail to you, Father. Thank you for being a member on the channel. Miss Martin Muses, thank you for being here. Forever Sci-Fi, also a member on the channel. Hail to you. Tina, thank you for letting them know about the new code word. Soul Extraction 1, how is it going? Mr. MH in the chat. Hail to you. Zach Nasik, what's going on, recent graduate? Hope you are doing well, good sir. Um, I did see your second comment, please. No doxing in the chat. Evan S., what is going on? Says he's making some beef stroganoff. Lou S., in the chat, James Dashe in the chat as well. Hail to you. Release the McCracken. Welcome. Welcome, welcome, welcome. Father says that it made him refresh the stream in order for it to start. That's pretty typical of YouTube, I would say. Mr. MH says, here are two more potential samurai films for you, Odin, to watch. By director Takashi Mike Harakiri, Death of a Samurai, and 13 Assassins. God bless you, Odin, your family. Thank you very much, man. Yeah, I've been trying to go through as much of the Akira Kurosawa films as I can, and I've reached kind of a wall because there's no more available on the streaming platforms that I have or that I own. And so I'm going to have to find out. I do own, it's called the Samurai Trilogy, which I believe features uh, Mufune, who is obviously very, very well known in that genre. And, um, but it's not a Kurosawa, uh, films, so maybe I'll go in that direction. I don't know, but thank you for the recommendations. Appreciate it. Um, all right. Who else is here? Who else is here? All right. Chad has jumped on me like it always does. That's just, that's just the way it goes sometimes. That's just the way it goes sometimes. All right. Let's see. <laughs> 
Orange Hat says you're welcome. Father says, is the mini logo at the top bottom right really needed since the bigger one is on the left and the right bleeds over the scroller? Um, Let me check what you mean by that. So, I think it's needed. I like it. In fact, I was made that was made for me by John the Flick Pick Flickinger and I edited it with the new logo. So I'm actually very proud of that, father. How dare you? Yeah, because on my end, I don't get the little logo. I know that that's something that on YouTube would show up. That's not something that shows up on my end though, but I'm I'm quite proud of it. And it, it it's supposed to it's supposed to do that as far as the text disappearing. That's that's kind of the point. So I I like that. At first, I thought something was awry and something was amiss. What is going on to my Odyssey fam? Since the chat did jump on YouTube, Gmug76 is a K-man over there as well. Tube U says that Tina's going to have fun because of all the new tech. Absolutely. So remember, on any platform you are on, at Odin is the way you will get my attention. I do appreciate all of the things. Uh, let us see. Adam, what's going on? Good sir. Over on D live. Appreciate it. Uh, yeah, I heard about it. I'm not, I'm not available. (laughs) You know, I'm, yeah, I have my summers off for school, but I'm a stay at home dad. And I'm going to be honest, dude. I, again, I, I pray for him, pray for his family. I didn't know him that well though. Not well enough to, uh, to feel like I'd be fitting at one of those events. So thank you for letting me know about it, Adam. But uh, again, it's 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 kind of not really my place. But I appreciate you reaching out nonetheless. Uh, it seems like y'all were a lot closer. So I hope that you are able to um, have a good time and enjoy, um, you know, being there with friends and with, with family of him to celebrate his life. I think that's a very important thing for sure. Alrighty then, let's see, who else? I think there was some other DLive stuff going on, because I also got this other chat. Dean Heiss, what's going on, good sir? Thank you for being in the chat. Hail to you. Thank you very much for being here. Daniel Thorne, what's going on, good sir? Thank you for being in the chat. Dean Heiss, it's okay that you missed the chat. Very happy to see you here. I appreciate you being here. Yeah, new camera, new setup all around. Having a lot of fun, as I try to do as best I can. (laughs) Alrighty, so let's get back to the YouTube chat. And let me see if I can find out where I am. Let me toggle on these uh, timestamps. I am at 7.02 in the chat. 7.02 in the chat. So that means I can find my little highlighter to be able to figure out exactly where I am in the chat. Again, if I could just somehow make that a little bit bigger. There is a way for me to do it that would make it a lot easier. However, I would not be able to highlight any DLive comments. It would just be exclusive to YouTube. So however this goes tonight, we'll see. Um, But anyway, uh, Slicer Neons coming in with a chat right here. Slicer Neons here tagging me saying, Rumors are out there saying F9 is now successful post-groveling your source... Sources agree or disapprove. Well, I don't have sources. 
I merely look at box office data. Since it is not released yet domestically, I really can't say one way or the other. Um, let me try and see if I can uh, look that up real quick and see if they're even releasing that data yet as far as films are concerned. Let's see. Fast 9, it's made $257 million in the worldwide box office so far. And let me see if they have any information about its budget. I imagine it was a high-budget film. I imagine it has to have been, what, a $100 million film? Let me, let me look that up real quick. Fast 9 budget. So I won't be able to crunch that number right away. Um, but let's see if they have a reported budget. Uh, their reported budget is, oh man, their, <laughs> their projected budget is over $200 million. Yeah, no, 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 no. Whoever said that, that is not true at all. Their production, their, their, okay. So if their projected budget is $200 million, that means with marketing, it's around $300 million cost. Of the $257 million that they've made so far, they don't get all of that back. In fact, most of the money they made was in China, of which they only get 25% back. So out of all the money that they've made, $204 million of that has been made in China, meaning they haven't made jack at this point. They are still very, very much in the red at this point. So, yeah, I don't, I don't know who is saying that, but based on the fact that they don't get 100% of their profits... And also, they're going to be having to split revenues and, thing, and things like that. There's no way. No chance. No chance at all. James Dashe, what's going on, good sir? Thank you very much for the download donation four minutes ago. He says, have you seen the never-ending story? Ah, I got the, this weekend on Blu-ray and looking forward to watch it. I have. It's been a very long time since I've watched it. And to be honest, I think I enjoy the reference to the movie in Stranger Things more so than the movie itself, if that makes any sense. <laughs> which which maybe, maybe, maybe it'll make sense. I don't know. <laughs> All right, let's see. Rhaegar Targaryen, what is going on? Good sir. Uh, he says here, is the new webcam a Logitech? I heard they make some good ones. Yeah, the, the one that I've used forever is the Logitech C920, which is an excellent webcam. It's still fantastic. The one I upgraded to is the Brio, and um, that is one where it comes in at 4K resolution. There's a 1080p option at, at 60 frames per second, so that's what should be seen right now if you are capable, if the uh, place that I'm streaming to is capable of hosting 60 frames per second uh, video, you should be seeing me in very clear, smooth video, uh, so 1080p, 60 frames a second. And uh, yeah, I, I, I wanted to be able to have a secondary angle that was not the 720p camera that I was using at school for <laughs> for virtual classes. So I just wanted to have a second camera. I did I did some research uh, looking into different things, and I thought that that was probably the best one for my knowledge set and also just for my typical use set as well. Uh, JS coming in with a $10 super chat. Thank you very much, good sir. It says, let me actually see. Can I jump ahead? Can I jump ahead to the JS comment? Oh, let's see. Because I don't think those pop up. Maybe they do. Let's see how this shows up. All righty then. So thank you very much for the $10 super chat. 
He says, just want to send some love. I love your old man Gary voice on Friday Night Tights. Do you think Black Widow will be enough to get people back out to the theaters, or is it going to bomb? Well, first off, thank you very much, man, for the love. I, I very much appreciate the love being sent. And uh, it's fun doing the old man Gary voice. It sounds a little bit like Master Roshi, and I don't know why. But <laughs> thank you. Do I think Black Widow is going to be enough? To bring people back. I don't. Because you've already had some pretty big films come out. And they haven't necessarily really made money back. Mortal Kombat was not made for as much money as some others. That film's still in the, net, still in the negative. Godzilla vs. Kong. Even when you... You know, in my charting, I talked about this for my box office breakdown that I did on Monday. Even if you assume the $155 million production budget which is on the lower end, I would say, of what likely is the budget of the film, you still have to take into account that the money it's getting getting from China is not going to be as much as what's posted because, again, China keeps like 75% of that. So Black Widow, a movie that's been long delayed about a character that should have had a movie a long time ago and an excessively long time ago, And also is a movie that I think the longer it's been delayed, the less people have cared overall in the wake of Endgame when that character also happens to now be dead as well. I don't think it's going to be enough. I really don't. I really don't. Um, And some people might. Some people might want it to do well. I personally don't, don't care much about the matter because I'm kind of over the MCU, to be perfectly honest. But anyway... Thank you very much for the $10 as a super chat. Uh, Rusty Shackleford coming in with a $10 donation via Streamlabs. Thank you very much, good sir. Uh, I, unfortunately, I cannot highlight those comments, but I think I can play it again. That way, boom, people can see you. So Rusty Shackleford, thank you very much, good sir, for that donation. He says, hey, Odin, wanted to thank you again for the copy of Whiplash. I received it last week. It is much appreciated. I also have a few digital movie codes i like to donate possibly. Cool, Rusty. Well... Uh, email me, odinsmovieblog at gmail.com, and I would be happy to be able to give those codes away in the future. So just let me know, and you are very welcome for the copy of Whiplash. Hope you enjoy it. One of my favorite films, uh, especially of the more modern era. So I appreciate that. Um, All right, where did we leave off in the chat? So we got some members' comments. All right, so 702 in the chat. Something tells me that this is a process that I will probably change. (laughs) The look of it will probably change a bit because I just can't get this chat to show up in in the size that it really needs to be uh, (laughs) to to really be worth it at this point. Oh, man. I I guess I could try and open it up in a different window, but I don't know. I feel like I already have a lot of windows opened up. I feel like my computer might might explode. All right, I can't highlight this one, but I'll read it anyway. Uh, let's see. So Hunky Chunky, who's a member, says, Good job, Odin, uh, is not a butcher. Getting a little behind in his work would mean he'd be backed into the meat slicer. Well, then. Thank you? Uh, <laughs> the number two hail to you. Good evening, Golden Ration, once again. Uh, let's see. Zach Nasig asks, any good movies that you have seen? 
uh, I've seen tons of good movies. If you check out my reviews, you might be able to actually uh, see the films that I've been watching. I would say of the recent movies that have come out, I would probably recommend more so recommend the film Nobody if you've not seen it yet. It's uh, it's pretty great. It's it's pretty fantastic, is Nobody. Um, and also, I think I am going to... Ooh, I know what I can do. I can open up... Oh, boy. <laughs> I can open up a browser that's not being used by anybody right now. And let me see if I can make this a little bit easier on myself because uh, I, try, I try and make things... Nice, nice and purdy for myself, and and I struggle. Let me see. Let me uh, let me close out of that. There we go. Let me close out of that. Open this back up, and then oh, okay. Enter the studio, and then I will deny permissions. Definitely don't want that happening. And then, let's see. Hmm. Okay. So that works for new comments, but I've messed up the old ones. That's okay, though. Please smash the like button, though. I, I would appreciate it. Uh, let's get back to the chat. I think I'm going to use the other method before because uh, it's a little bit easier, the other method. Um, it does leave out the DLive fam, but you know what? I think I think I think they'll be okay. I think they'll survive. <laughs> uh, all righty, let's get back to it. New number two, hail to you again, Matthew Highland. Hail to you as well. Uh, let us see, Thirteenth Warrior. Hail to you, uh, Orange Jack. Uh, members do not have to, though it definitely helps uh, if you're talking to someone else. Um, so it's, I leave that up to you. I might change that. I might change that, but. At this point, I would say that perk is still there. Uh, Crisco612 says, what are you most hyped movies? Uh, what are your most hyped movies for this summer? Uh, Quiet Place Part 2, still very much wanting to see that film. So hopefully I have some opportunities to get out of the house and, and do that. Uh, we'll, we'll, we'll see how things go. I would also really like to be able to see um, opening night, at the very least, Top Gun 2. Because that trailer is just so good. So fire. And I can't wait. Cannot wait. Alright, YouTube chat has jumped on me like it always does. Like it always does. Please smash that like button. Light up that fire button button over on Odyssey. What's going on, Odyssey fam? Alright, I got some tags over there. New number two says, looky looky, I'm over here too. Hail. Gmonkey76 then says, Did you see the pictures of Kathy Kennedy on the set of Indy 5? That movie is going to be worse than 4. That's probably her plan. Destroy last Lucas franchise, then retire, get promoted to a higher position. I wouldn't know. I, I, don't, I don't believe in that last part. I, I really don't. I, I think that when it comes to her and Star Wars, any property she's doing, I think she thinks she's doing a good job. I honestly believe that she thinks she's doing a good job. Uh, but yes, it did, I did see the the photo of her on set, which clearly shows that she is indeed uh, very much still involved in the world of Disney uh, and the world of Lucasfilm. So, all right, let us share. Thank you very much for being here. I appreciate it. 
Let's see if any of the DLive fam. Thank you for letting me again know about that, Adam. I appreciate it. Let's see. Anyone else from DLive? I do like this combined chat, though. It definitely makes things a lot easier without having to hurt uh, anyone else as far as <laughs> the poor DLive fam who got just spammed with uh, comments last time. All right, we do have a super chat, though, that just came in, so thank you very much. Thank you very, very much. The Nerporeal Life Form, thank you very much for that $5 super chat. Uh, Odin, what do you think of the Alien franchise or the first Alien film? That is my next project, and we will be scary. Hope to have it out this week. Well, thank you very much for that very generous super chat, man. I appreciate it. I love uh, the Alien franchise, specifically Alien and Aliens. I am of the ilk that Aliens is a better movie. That's just my own. Uh, that's just my own opinion. That Aliens is a better film. I just find it more enjoyable. I think it's a lot more fun. I know that there's a lot of debate over that, but I feel like they're also very different films. I think the first one's definitely much more of a horror movie, whereas the second film is much more of an action movie. And so I really do enjoy that aspect of Aliens. Uh, the rest of the ones in the franchise are not that good. However, I do still find myself enjoying them. So it's more so an enjoyment for the sake of, oh, these are pretty silly. <laughs> more so than than it actually, you know, being good by any means. So hopefully that answers the question. And good luck on the project, uh, the Nerdporeal Life Form. Uh, very much appreciate uh, you, and thank you for being awesome. All right, let's see. Back to the chat over here. So many chat boxes. That's okay. Uh, luckily, no comments have actually been skipped over. Slicer Neon says, sadly, I think... Too much has changed for theaters to ever make a true comeback. Their heyday is over. On the bright side, Holly Weird grows ever more irrelevant. No, Slicer, that's exactly my point. You have way too many people now who are terrified to just leave and even leave their house, let alone go inside a building without a mask, go inside a building with other people who are not wearing a mask. There are people who have now been trained. They've been trained to think this way. And as I said, recent polling has shown that there is a large portion of the population that thinks we should not even think about going back to pre-pandemic behavior. And in fact, many of them think that we should just stay inside and continue full on lockdown. So with that in mind, I think it's incredibly important for us to keep that in the back of our heads when we think about future box office numbers. Because, yeah, we can talk about how these are films that are doing great for modern-day box office, right? We can talk about how awesome it is that they are able to um, have movies like A Quiet Place Part Two, which is very likely going to hit the $100 million mark first for the first ever pandemic-era movie to hit $100 million. Um, could still be Godzilla vs. Kong. It's very, very close, like to an insane degree. But... It's something, too, though, where you look at that and you say, we're getting excited over $100 million domestically. And these are for films that are obviously films that have fan bases. So one could make the argument, well, hey, doesn't a film like Black Widow have a fan base? And absolutely. I'm not saying that it's guaranteed that Black Widow is going to flop by any means. However, 
because Disney has had such a major push, such a major push to overseas markets. And because those markets don't give as much return on the investment, I think that is something that is going to have a major impact on those specific numbers. But no, I think that's a good point, Slicer, for sure. All right, Huron the Steadfast coming in with a super chat. So let me highlight that real quick. Thank you very much, Huron the Steadfast. He says, I enjoyed Alien 3. Nowhere near as much as the first two, though. Yeah, exactly. I think there's something weird about Alien 3 or Alien Cubed is what I like to call it because of the way that they actually present the film. Um, <laughs> but yeah, Alien Cubed is is kind of fun. It's kind of fun. So I, I find myself enjoying it a lot more than I probably should. I'm not saying it's a good movie, all right? So again, I'm not saying it's a good movie, but I, I, I do find it entertaining. I do find it entertaining. All right, let's see. Tina B over in the live chat says, it's still a solid trilogy. I remember when I first saw it, I just hope the 4K or Blu-ray transfer is sharper than what I saw on DVD. I'm assuming that's talking about Aliens, uh, Alien Trilogy. Or are you talking about the Indiana Jones? Context, Tina. Context. You know this is very important, especially now that I've got a thousand different windows coming up. Uh, Laura says, as an introvert, I force myself to go out at least once per week. Staying at home all the time isn't a well-balanced life as much as I would like it. (laughs) Laura, I'm the same way, though. I do try and stay home as much as I possibly can. (laughs) I I still try to make that work. I still try to make that that choice in life work. So <laughs> whether or not it's successful is obviously is, is something that I'm not obviously not entirely sure of. But yeah, I, I, I totally understand where you're coming from with that. Totally understand it. Uh, the new number two says, I only see one logo. Um, yeah, again, I on youtube i think there's supposed to be like a logo in one of the corners of the screen i don't know the only logo i have up in the actual obs studio though that everyone from every platform can see is the is obviously the green one or it's in the green bar i like it uh marby dog what's going on at 708 says i watched cinderella man the other night i was blown away by how good it was is there still room for inspirational stories about traditional families with strong fathers in hollywood probably I think there is, actually. Um, it's not going to be made by a major studio. I think that what you'll find is you'll you'll still find these really well-made films that tell traditional stories that might get picked up for distribution by major studios, but, aren't, but are, are not actually uh, made by them. You see this happen a lot, where major studios will not really produce a whole lot, but they'll pick up the distribution rights to a lot of really good films and so their names are attached to it, even though they had nothing to do with the actual production of the film itself. So I, I definitely do think there is still a place for it. But obviously, they're not as common. They're definitely not as common as they, they once were. That's for sure. Um, Let us see. All righty. Uh, Evan S. at 710. So remember, everyone, it's at Odin now. At Odin. Making it simpler on everybody. Uh, so if you put out in question, it's not highlighting orange on my screen anymore. Evan S says, prayers for my friend, brother, Knight of Columbus, an Exodus 90 anchor, Pete, who passed away this Sunday. He leaves behind a wife and two children there in high school. Oh my goodness. That's Evan S. Absolutely. Uh, we'll definitely put them in my intentions. Uh, that's awful. It's awful for anyone to lose their life, but 
to have a family, especially two young kids in high school. I know it's got to be tough for them being around high school kids all the time. All right. Let's see here. The Wake Down. Thank you very much for being in the chat tonight. Soul Extraction is a member says, uh, going good and just got a message that my OMB shirt hit the in-production phase today. Nice, Soul Extraction. Thank you for getting a shirt, man. I appreciate it. Matt317, welcome to the chat. Mike Jackson in the chat as well. Hail to you. Victor Fontaine in the chat. Really, Victor Fontaine. Is it the real Victor Fontaine? The Physics Channel with Kenny Lee. What's going on? Welcome back to the chat. Brian Barth in the chat as well. Hail to you. Uh, Lou S. says, Hey there, Odin. Have you seen the trailer for the Green Knight film? I have not. Is it any good? I don't I don't really watch a lot of trailers anymore, to be honest. I kind of try to, to I kind of try to stay away from a lot of a lot of trailers. Because so many of them in Hollywood today really just spoil everything. Really just spoil everything. Uh, Nathan Slay, welcome to the chat. Again, at Odin is the new code word, a new code phrase. I believe I've updated all my stuff to display that. But if there's still false information out there, let me know and I will fix it as soon as I can. And obviously, Tina's doing a fantastic job reminding everybody about the code word. Uh, Ghislaine Leduc, welcome to the chat. Neon's tagged at 719 in the chat and says, well, you know what they say, uh, when one browser tab closes, another two open. My sister's is particularly bad. <laughs> oh, I mean, this, this, this process that, that I have going on right here, uh, it would cause a lot of people some headaches. It would cause a lot of people some headaches, for sure. Uh, let's see, Jeremy Zakowski, what's going on? Welcome to the chat. Uh, father who is a member, says, by the time Owen sees this comment, he won't remember the context, but those who are following, all I have to say is I tried so hard and got so far, but in the end, it doesn't even matter. Um, well, hey, there we go. I can actually show that one on screen now. I'm caught up there. Um, and uh, I mean, that's a Linkin Park reference. I, I, I get that much at the very least. All right, Thirteenth Warrior, who is a member on the channel, says, "Watch the review of Ron today. I love the look of the film. Kurosawa did paintings of scenes as storyboards, and since he was nearly blind, had help composing the shots to match the paintings. I did not know that, Thirteenth Warrior. Wow, that's amazing. I did not know that his eyesight was was that something that was kind of going." towards the end of his career? Is that something that he was struggling with from like the very beginning? Because that is, man, I'm loving, if you haven't noticed, based on the last several reviews that I've done, I love and have been falling more and more in love with the world that Kurosawa has built through his entire, through that he did build through his entire career. And, And the point I was making in my review, and I'm glad that you mentioned that because that's actually really cool, is how even later on in his career, you know, because obviously a lot of his big films came out, especially in the 50s. The fact that like 30 years later in the 80s, he was still making films at the caliber of Ron and he couldn't even see that well. And yet he was still able to work with the cinematographer to create these beautiful images and these beautiful landscapes. That is incredibly impressive. Wow. Well, thank you for that information. I, I, I appreciate that. 
Uh, let's see. Tina uh, says, I tagged you and Mr. Roy on Discord that they're doing some marketing gimmick with Black Widow to have 22 minutes in some kind of IMAX formatting. Sounds stupid to me. That is stupid. I mean, because you know what? Even people like Christopher Nolan, and you all know I'm a big fan of Christopher Nolan. Even Christopher Nolan's done that. Or, you know, with his movies, where it's like, oh, there's some sequences that are shot entirely in IMAX. And it's like a scene or two. And they they try and use that. Like, the marketing teams for those movies, they always try to use that as some ploy. Be like, oh, guess what? You get five, ten minutes of IMAX, pure IMAX. And it's like, that that's nothing. Unless you're going to go full-fledged IMAX, which is something that uh, Nolan has gone with because he believes in that platform... Oh, ooh, ooh, 22. Basically, all that means for an IMAX showing is for 22 minutes, and it's probably not 22 consecutive minutes. It's probably all throughout the movie. You're going to have some shots where the bars go like this, and you get a full image. And I'm sure they're going to be beautiful, but, I mean, at that point, you're falling into gimmick territory. And I don't I don't want that to be used as a gimmick. Soul Assassin, hi. Hi to you. Thank you for uh, thank you for using the proper terminology there. I uh, I very much appreciate that. Thank you, thank you, thank you. All righty then. Let us see. Because the other thing is that if you put at Odin at the beginning of the comment, it means I don't necessarily have to um, like scan the rest of the comment. So it hel- it helps me be able to do this much more easily which is highlight your comment, put it on screen. So Brian Bart says, review all David Lynch movies. I dare you. Uh, I'm not so easily dared. And no, thank you. I've, I've had my fill of, of David Lynch and I'm not a fan. Sim- simple as that. I am, I am just not a fan of, of David Lynch. Just, just not, not my cup of tea. It's just not my cup of tea. Sorry. Sorry. It's just not my cup of tea. Um, alrighty. So again, no matter what platform you're on, please tag at Odin. At Odin. Look who's here, though. Boom! Stephanie B. in the chat at 727. Appreciate you being there saying, hey Y'all know the work. Y'all know the drill. Work, work, work late. Absolutely. Stephanie B., thank you for being here. You are awesome. Appreciate it. And yeah, as Heimdall has said, Make sure if you want your comment or question read, and in many cases even shown on screen, if you're watching on DLive or YouTube, I can do that. Um, Please put at Odin at the very beginning of your comment. The very beginning of your comment. It helps me out tremendously. Helps me out tremendously, indeed. Alrighty then, let us see. And if you're a member, I think I know my members for the most part. So I should be able to get y'all too without having to tag me, but it would definitely help. So totally up to y'all. Just under the red shirt, what is going on? Good short good good shirt. Good sir. He says, Thank you for shortening Odin question and making life easier for us when we're watching the stream on a phone. And just another red shirt. That is entirely the point of why I changed it. Because even though Odin question was pretty simple because you didn't have to actually put an at symbol, even though you do have to put the at symbol for this, it's only four letters after that. So, yeah. uh, No problem at all. It's been a long time in the making, and um, I'm very happy with that decision. And I think 
obviously there are some people who are getting used to that. But I think once people get used to it, they'll also be like, oh, this is so much easier. And also, as you said, if anyone ever finds themselves having to uh, watch it on a phone or anything like that, they'll be able to they'll be able to do so relatively easily. So uh, let's see. Gmonkey76 has a comment over on Odyssey. If you're over on Odyssey, please light up that fire button. It does help out a lot. He says, I said it before and I'll say it again. Home theater. Any food you want can wear what you want, can pause and go to the bathroom, sail the high seas, and get a 1080p cut in a few days. Theaters are dead. I only feel sorry for the non-woke people that will be out of work. Yeah, um, there's definitely some truth to be said to that. And that's another reason why I think some people are, are not quite getting it when it comes to the box office for films like Mortal Kombat. Because that's one movie, as an example, where a lot of people have been like, oh, but it hasn't gotten out in Japan yet. And I'm like, exactly. That means it's been online for a long enough time for it to be put onto the high seas and for it to be watched. And the reviews were already mixed to begin with, so it's already going to be a much harder sell than you might find with other movies. So, yeah, I I think that that is absolutely something that is worth talking about. And yeah, theater setups, they're becoming a lot more affordable, right? They're becoming a lot more affordable to be able to get your own big screen TV and 4K player and all these other things. So yeah, G Monkey, I think there's a lot of truth to be said there. However, I will counter and say there is no experience like the theater though. And that's why what movie theaters need to start doing is innovating. They need to start guaranteeing that every time you go to that theater, you're going to get perfect picture quality, perfect audio quality. You're not going to have bulbs that are about to die flickering the screen. You're not going to have a speaker that's out. You're going to have every single time perfect vision, everything. You need to be able to guarantee that, and then you also need to start offering, if you haven't already, many theaters already have, but the reclining luxury seats, more space between seats, Cheaper concessions. Now, that's going to be a tough one because that's where most theaters get their money from. But at the very least, have some deals so that people, just like with everything else, maybe you get a subscription. They kind of already have that with their popcorn buckets. You can get the popcorn bucket for the year, and then to refill, it's like five bucks. And over time, you realize, hey, that's you're saving a lot of money if you're someone that typically likes popcorn. By the way, not another dime. Thank you for the $5. That's a super sticker for that thumbs up, man appreciate that um but no i think that the theater has still a lot to offer has a lot to offer but the issue that comes up is are they delivering and i i think that a lot of theaters still are not delivering because their pricing for tickets is still going to be very high and it's yeah it's tough it's it's definitely tough and uh, superfan Adam Shawhan says, I still like drive-in theaters. Hey, to each their own. To each their own. Uh, Hardwick, what's going on, good sir? Says here, did you see the new Indiana Jones set photos? We did, but I did not see. It says, of the stuntman in a young Harrison Ford mask on a 1940s motorcycle, it looks at least like a portion of the film will be set in the 1940s. So they're doing flashbacks with someone wearing a young Harrison Ford mask. That does not sound appetizing at all. 
that, that, that just doesn't sound, that doesn't sound good. That doesn't sound good at all. Uh, let's see. Golden Ration says, what is the most obnoxious virtue signaling so far during this month? Um, <laughs> well, I feel like every June, it's always the pride stuff. And there's been some really, I will say, there's actually been more backlash to it than in typical, than in other months. Where you have other, you have like official organizations coming out saying, we don't want this clear virtue signal where you don't really care. You just want to make it look like you care. You know, that you know you see the same logos get changed into the rainbow symbol. And then, of course, if their profile is in a Middle Eastern country, oh, nope, doesn't have it then. Because really bad things happen to people in those countries if they happen to have a certain sexual orientation. So yeah, I would say I would say everything going on with pride with pride absolutely is the biggest virtue signal of them all. And that's why for me for June, it's a month dedicated to the Sacred Heart of Jesus. That that's how I handle it. <laughs> that's just me though. Oh man. All right. Let us see. Who else we got? Who else we got? All right. So again, at Odin, Daniel Thorne over on DLive. And see, this is the reason why I'm doing this for now. Because I get to highlight the DLive comments too. So Daniel Thorne says, since you're skipping out on Marvel stuff, does that mean no Loki? I didn't say I was skipping out on it. I said that I don't have much interest in it. Meaning I'm not as interested to see it right away in theaters. But obviously it's stuff that I'm going to want to talk about. Because it's going to be in the news, right? It's going to be relevant. And I love movies still. And so if the movie is bad, I want to be able to say, I saw it and I'm going to be able to give you my own perspective. I don't, I don't want to be someone who talks about a movie in a review format, having not seen it. That's just not my style. Keep in mind, I've mentioned this before on the channel. I read the first Twilight book. That's right. I read the, (laughs) the toilet paper quality Twilight book so that I could say it was trash and if anyone said well how would you know you haven't seen the book have you just seen the movie you haven't read the book I could be like no 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 I went to the source material I read the book and it was it was awful so that's the kind of person that I am so it's very likely then that I would still uh, see the film now how I see the movie We'll see. No matter what, though, I'm going to support the theater or I'm going to support, you know, someone's going to get my support. Let's just put it that way. Uh, Jam Cruz, thank you for tagging me properly, says, any thoughts on the possibility of the Thing remake? Seems that it's going to be bad. Why? I feel people forget the Thing was already a remake. The Thing was already the famous. The Thing was already was already a remake. Why would why would you remake a remake? Ah, oh, because Hollywood's out of ideas. That's why. Uh, Nathan Slay, what's up, dude? Says, when did you change the code word? Um, pretty recently, but I I did announce it at the very beginning of the stream too. So there is that. There is that. All right now, I'm starting to fall behind in the uh, <laughs> in the uh, restream chat. Who's doing so well? Darren M, what's going on? Glad to see you here. 
Um, let's see. Hopefully no comments were skipped there. Uh, Blake St. Clair. What's going on? I believe Blake St. Clair. Um, no. Anyway, I'll read it anyway. Ron is a masterpiece. The Jet Li movie, Hero, is the only movie since then that I've seen with the same level. Nice. I actually, I don't think I've ever seen Hero. Uh, Sasha Neons, what's going on, man? Says, with your Kurosawa kick, I wish there was a modern, uh, in, mo- modern initially black and white anime to homage the style, like Ghost of Tsushima special mode. I think Ghost of Tsushima, just in general, is the closest thing that we've gotten to a Kurosawa-level film. Like that thing is that thing was so cool. I loved watching the gameplay for that. And when they announced that there was going to be a movie, initially I was excited until I remembered, oh, it's still Hollywood. <laughs> it's still Hollywood doing it. But if they put the right people behind it, it could actually be good. Because I, I think that it is a, a really cool property and a cool idea. Uh, let's see. Nathan Slay says, "What are your thoughts on The Shining? I think it's a classic and one of the best horror movies. I like The Shining. Shining's great." Not my favorite film of all time. Not my favorite uh, uh, Kubrick film. But it's still pretty good. It's still pretty good. Uh, Stephanie B. throwing some shade here. (laughs) I'll let y'all just see that (laughs) instead. Uh, Oh, one of of my favorite names. Gary Banjo's Sandwich Worthington says, hello from the UK. Love my Japanese sword film. Seriously, I, I have been loving those. I've been on such a Kurosawa kick. And now that I'm out of the actual instant access films, as I like to call them, the ones that I can actually watch very easily, either because I own them or because they're on streaming service, now I might dive into some other non-Kurosawa films, but similar genres. Daniel Thorne over on DLive says, have you ever had a choice to make where no option seemed to point to a good outcome? Which poison did you pick? Name your poison. I'm sure I have at some point. I can't think of anyone off the top of my head, though. Here in the Steadfast, can you see this? Yes. Yes, I can. Thank you. Golden Ration says, good shirt. Thank you. Yeah. I think I think the shirt um, is pretty great. I think the shirt's pretty great. Um. All right. Let's see here. Let us see here. I want to make sure I'm not skipping over anybody. Uh, Thursday the Warrior says, Kurosawa's eyesight was decent until principal photography for Ron was starting. That's when it really started to fade. Ah, okay, I got you. Still, good information. Really good information. Because I think it just makes me appreciate it that much more. Mark, what's going on, dude? How's it going? <laughs> yes, yes, indeed. I see you in the chat as my dogs are going crazy up there right now. And... Bubba Bear is trying to sleep, and so uh, they better they better stop that. Let's see if the thumbs up shows up. There it is. Not another dime. Again, thank you for that uh, super sticker thumbs up. I, I very much appreciate it. Uh, Lou S. What's going on? Says, the Green Knight film looks good. The trailer didn't spoil anything, which is rare these days. Yeah, seriously. I really do feel like it is very, very rare for movies to not have spoiler filled trailers let's see would not be surprised if the dogs get put in with me <laughs> would not be surprised i think that's i think that's what's happening right now 
Oh, those puppies. All right, let's see. Snort of Poop is Cuber. Says, comfortable seats. No elbow wrestling with the person next to you. Automatic loud children ejection systems. And walrus meat nachos. That, what? Walrus meat? Walrus meat? That's that's one of the oddest things I've ever heard, Snort of Poopus. <laughs> All the other ones I can agree with. But walrus meat? That's that that's a little too much. That's a little too much. Alright, let's see. Hardwick says, I know that a lot of people are excited for the Green Knight, but I don't like that they race swapped Sir Gawain, the protagonist, by casting Dev Patel. Also, Aaron Kellyman. A.K. Enfys Ness is in it. Ooh, okay, yeah. Already, that, that sounds like it could be suffering from some wokeness. That does not sound good. Jam Cruz says, Do you think superstar cast movies like Armageddon will still be made in this generation? Seems like the essence of doing good films is already dead. Thank God for the classics. So, yeah, I mean, good films in general, we obviously see them on the way out, no doubt about it. Um, but... I don't think that the superstar cast is necessarily done with because here's the thing. The age of the, the star is, is kind of dying, right? The age of a, you know, when you think about it, it used to be where if you put someone in a movie and they were seen as a, as a star, it would make instant money. That's, that's really not the truth anymore. That's really not how it works anymore. So I would say that it, it likely is something that, could still happen because they would need those many names in a movie in order for it to get any attention. But even then, it's still not guaranteed. Uh, Hardwick says, I know that a lot of people are excited. Okay, don't repeat. Don't repeat, Hardwick. That is not very nice. I do not like that. Um, And if that was a mistake, I apologize. It is okay. It is 745 in the chat, 753 in real life. Smash that like button if you're watching on YouTube and light up that fire button if you're watching over on Odyssey. And speaking of which, superfan Adam Shawhan says, have any thoughts on Rob Zombie doing the Munsters? I don't know about him doing it. I have a bad feeling about this. I can see them being white trash living in a trailer with them doing it. Yeah, Rob Zombie is not a person I would want to do a classic show. That It's just not, I don't think he has it in him. I don't think that is something that he is capable of. So, yeah, I, I, I would agree, super fan Adam Shawhan. No, thank you. Uh, let's see. Evan S. says, I grew up in a country with three operating drive theaters. Summers was movie time. Love my double feature for $12. Yeah, and I mean, during the pandemic, you had these uh, amazing theaters. You had these amazing theaters um, popping up, these uh, drive-in theaters, some for the first time. Uh, some who who saw a revival because all the theaters were, were closing down. So yeah, I think there's definitely something to be said for it, for sure. Uh, Father says, We welcome passionate, thoughtful conversation about the Star Trek universe. We will not tolerate and will remove any uh, ist, misogynistic, transphobic, ableist, homophobic comments or hate speech. I don't know what that's a reference to, but hello, Father. Uh, let's see, we got Muriam Tokunbo. What's going on? Welcome. Welcome back. Appreciate you being here. Appreciate you being here. All right, Robert Frey, what's going on? Good sir. Welcome back. Guess who's back? Back again. Shady's back. Tell a friend. 
<laughs> You're welcome for all of that. You're welcome. And yes, a 70B says, if you have a comment or question that you want read aloud, please type at Odin. At Odin. That's all you need to type now. No more Odin question. Just makes things easier on everyone. Uh, Matuine, what's going on? Good, sir. Glad to see you here. Uh, ZK Man says, Hollywood is playing crazy. Oh, uh, is playing lazy in remakes and reboots. Apparently, there is a remake in the works for Stephen King's Christine. Seriously. I mean, you know, I mentioned this before. You know, every decade has ages of, like, so there's the age of the Western. There was the age of the sci-fi movie. We're in the age of the, um, oh, what's the word I'm looking for? The sequel-prequel era. Everything has to be rebooted. Everything has to be remade. Every single property that does even slightly well has to be given a thousand movies. Has to be given a full-fledged franchise. And it is not good. It is not good. Not good at all. No, it is not. Alrighty then. Muriam Tukumbo says, What's your favorite Nolan film? Um, it's che- <laughs> I say it's cheap to say The Dark Knight, which is a great film. To be honest, though, the one that I always go back to in my mind is The Prestige. Love The Prestige. Prestige is just fantastic. Fantastic. Alrighty. Let us see. Yada da, da. Making some good way through this. Blake St. Clair. Thanks for tagging, man. He says, You would probably like Zatochi. Zatochi also, similar to some of Kurosawa ones. Nice. What were some of the films that, that he made? As I said, I, I do have, it's called the Samurai Trilogy. It's called the Samurai Trilogy. Uh, it was on sale. I heard, had heard good things about it. I do have all three of those movies. So, um, is that the person you're talking about, or is that someone else who's well-known? Let me know. Let me know. Alrighty, then. Let's see. Nathan Slay, coming in with a comment, says, The box office will never get back to normal at all. Your movie will be successful if it's a mid-budget sequel only. Any big-budget movies will lose money along with mid-budget original films. Yeah, um, or at the very least, you're going to start to see a lot of movies that have way too much product placement. Because that, keep in mind, when I do my box office breakdowns, I'm just using box office numbers. So that is not taking into account things like, for instance, uh, product placement deals, yeah, 4K Blu-ray sales after the fact, VOD sales, PVOD sales, right, like we have nowadays. So it does not take into account those things. So those are things that could potentially, could potentially make up for massive losses. But to your point, if you have a film like what I mentioned earlier with Fast 9 costing over $200 million, and that's before you even account marketing, yeah, even if you have other revenue streams, it's going to be very hard to make that money back. Very hard to make that money back. So it, it's going to be an interesting time, for sure. All right, Hardwick. Uh, the mask the stuntman wore looks amazingly real. It's likely only for stunts. Dialogue scenes will likely be digitally de-aged forward. I don't know how much of the movie will be set in the 1940s. Yeah, hopefully not much. 
Because if they do the de-aging good, or rather if they do the de-aging well, then okay. Like if, if they're doing it Ant-Man level style, great. But if they're doing it like what they did in that episode of The Mandalorian that a lot of people liked, I did not. Because, man, that was some terrible CGI work. And everyone's like, oh, it was de-aged, it was de-aged. And I'm like, no, no, de-aging is when you have the actual actor on screen and then they use makeup and effects at the same time to bring about the fact that it looks real. What they did was they had a different actor and then put a CGI'd younger face of Luke Skywalker on. And I don't care if they're like, oh, well, they made a model of his face digitally. Not the same thing. Not the same thing. Okay, it might be impressive to some people. Not, not, not impressive to me. All right. J.M. Cruz says, what did you think went wrong with the 2013-47 Ronin remake? It had the potential to be great, but fell, uh, felt lame in some aspects. Keanu's casting seemed forced, and they should have Sonata as the lead. Yeah, I, I haven't actually, I've never seen the original 47 Ronin. I know that's one that uh, Tina has mentioned I should watch, because I think HBO Max actually has part one and part two of the original. And I have seen the 2013 one, though. I actually enjoyed it for what it was. I, I, I found it entertaining. It wasn't good by any means, but it was entertaining. Some of the biggest issues with the film were, were just really, really bad CGI. To be honest, the casting of Keanu Reeves did not bother me as much as I thought it might. But, yeah. Brian Barth, have you heard of In Living Color? That started uh, Jim Carrey's career and The Wayans. I've heard of it. I've never actually seen it before. Interestingly enough, never seen it before. David Anderson, welcome to the chat. Glad to see you here. Father Christopher Miller says, does Armageddon count as a good movie? I think by today's standards, yes. <laughs> by today's standards, absolutely. Um, in real life, I, I would say it, it was a popcorn flick. So it's like a it's like a C-tier maybe low B, C tier movie, but it's a lot of fun. So, so you're willing to, you know, you're willing to put up with some things. <laughs> oh man. All right. Again, the at Odin is making it just so much easier, especially when you put it at the very beginning of the comment, it just makes things so much, so much easier. Uh, I saw this comment read. So the comment that you've made right here, this occurred for me, this was rather in real life, it occurred at 7.54, it's 8.01, so I'm only about six minutes or so behind. All right, Hardwick says this, I retracted the first post of the comment before reposting it, which did to add the, oh, oh add Ode tag, but your new setup keeps the comments. Ah, Hardwick, thank you for explaining, and I apologize. Thank you for letting me know that. Yeah, um... Yeah, basically because Restream Studio, it, it gets the chat, and then that's it. it. There's no signal going back, essentially. So, yeah, whatever you put out there, that's why, in general, in general, I would say don't retract things. You know, unless it's a bad comment. Don't. I mean, if you misspell something or miss something like that. And also, remember, if you are a member, uh, again, I'm, I'm able to remember most of the, I'm able to remember most of the, members on the channel. Um, but obviously, I'm, this is a setup that there's a better method, but unfortunately, it would leave the DLive people out. So, as far as being able to show their comments on the screen. All right. 
Father says, my Star Trek comment was about their Twitter statement about removing hateful comments. Ah, I didn't know they did that. Uh, Bruce, what's going on, says, I do hope the age of the $20 million movie actor paydays for one movie is gone. Yeah, I just want the low-budget, well-written films back. That's all I want. If, if we could just get that, if we could just get some really good movies made for next to nothing... That would make me happy. All right, just another red shirt. He's a member says, we're going to cash on Connery as King Agamemnon, but he's got a Highland Scottish accent. Nah, it'll be fine. Um, yeah, I was watching Highlander, which I was not a big fan of, to be honest. Just, <laughs> just not my cup of tea, I think. But when he came in, full Scottish accent, but he was supposed to be from Spain, but he was actually born in, what, Egypt? I was like, what in the world is going on here? <laughs> I mean, it was hilarious, but the main actor who played Highlander, I just, I didn't, I didn't find him to have a good performance. So, uh, let's see. Nerporeal Lifeform says, I am two away from 200 subs. Boom. Go sub over to Nerporeal Lifeform. Help him get over 200. Um, let's see. Golden Ration says, Age of Wokeism. Definitely one way. Definitely one way to describe it, for sure. All right. Let us see. Very, very fun stuff. Ooh, here we go. Your Muslim uncle, welcome to the chat, good sir. Says, have you seen any movies about Catholic or other saints? Uh, well, thank you for the question. I have seen Catholic... Obviously, I've seen The Passion of the Christ, which is kind of like a mandatory thing that you have to have seen uh, as a Catholic, uh, which is a fantastic movie. Uh, let's see. I'm trying to think of other films. I've seen films like The Mission, which is uh, pretty solid. Just a, It's a general uh, faith-based film. Silence, also faith-based film. Uh, as far as saints go, I've seen um, The Song of Bernadette, which is about St. Bernadette Subaru, which is um, fantastic. It's about Our Lady of Lords. Um, and I'm sure I've seen more, but those are the ones that come to mind. So thank you very much. Uh, Nerporeal Lifeform, thank you for letting me know that Samurai Trilogy is not the same. All right, Bruce says, After speaking with you via email, I, too, am now unhappy about The Last Starfighter remake because it's ripe for modern wokeness. Exactly. And to me, there's nothing wrong with the original. Like, I don't think the original really is lacking that much. I don't think it's really lacking that much in anything as um, as far as it being uh, bad CGI or anything. I, I don't think it's... At, it's poorly aged by any means. So I don't think it needs to be redone. Uh, Napoleon Lifeform says, Lone Wolf and Cub is awesome. Super violent, but it is about a father and son being hunted by the Shon... Shogunit. Shogunit? Is that how you would say that? I know Shogun, but I... Shogunit? Shogunate. <laughs> I'm not sure which one it is. Uh, anyway, Tina's coming in here. Uh, Zatauchi is the blind swordsman. You also need to see Lone Wolf and Cub Baby Cart. Yes, that's the one that you had mentioned. The original Mandalorian. <laughs> gotcha, gotcha, gotcha. 
All right, JM's also coming in to explain. Uh, Zatauchi, the Blind Samurai, is a must-see. Features Takeshi Kitano of the Battle Royale fame. Ooh, yeah, Battle Royale's great. Incredible script writing, storytelling, sword fighting. Highly recommended. Very cool. Very, very cool. I'll have, uh, have to have Tina remind me of those later. Because it seems that she is also a fan of those movies. All righty. Just waiting to see the tags. Waiting to see the tags, yeah. <laughs> You're welcome for that, by the way. You are very welcome for that. <laughs> 70B, oh boy, says, Stop picking on bad CGI. You're being a CGI cyst. Yes. Yes, of course. Of course. But I won't stop. Can't stop, won't stop. I will always call out bad CGI. Even if it's in something I like. I will always call it out. Always call it out. As you know, it's one of my pet peeves. Especially when you have a massive studio with hundreds of millions of dollars behind it. Not being able to get CGI right is just... It's unforgivable. Purely unforgivable. Harvick says they'll likely spend more money and work harder on de-aging Harrison Ford than any previous de-aging, even more than uh, SLJ on Captain uh, Samuel L. Jackson on Captain Marvel. The Luke scene was on tight schedule and TV budget. Yeah, and obviously I've heard that before. However, my issue with that is that Disney owns Marvel, which did Ant-Man, which did amazing de-aging work for uh, Hank Pym. That, to me, is the best de-aging that I've seen thus far, of, of what they did with Hank Pym. So if they can do that, they have then the technology, they could have done something similar. So I would say that was a lot better than even what they did in Captain Marvel, for sure. Uh, Tina says, I need a whipping or something. <laughs> Probably, okay. <laughs> okay, context, here it is. Highlander is an 80s classic unsubbing now. Stephanie B, I'll miss you. Aw, <laughs> oh, Tina B, it's okay. It's okay. <laughs> I'm not saying that it's trash. I'm just saying it's not my cup of tea. And the lead in the film is just really cheesy. It's the same guy who plays Raiden in Mortal Kombat. I thought he was just as cheesy in Mortal Kombat as he was in that movie. I loved having... Uh, <laughs> I mean, it was great to see... I hate when I blank on things. It was great to see Sean Connery in the movie. But I have to be honest. Him saying that he was from Spain by way of Egypt but having a Scottish accent when they're in Scotland. It's just like, just change the story. Because then, then at least it would make sense. Then at least it would make sense. And I was not knocking Mortal Kombat from 95, by the way. I was saying his performance as Raiden was incredibly cheesy. I love that movie. It's not a great film as far as actual like objective, but it's fun. It's a fun movie. Uh, Kigo Rogers says, not a fan of Christopher Lambert. As I said, I, I just don't think he's, when I think of a talented actor, I think of Tashira Mifune. That's a talented actor. 
when I think of Christopher Lambert, I think, okay, a little, a little, a little cheesy. Well, it's a little cheesy, I think. Just, just a little bit. Um, let's see here. Tina says, I didn't read her comment about being behind on the Samurai Trilogy. Well, that's the thing. I haven't seen the Samurai Trilogy. If it's the one that I'm thinking of. If it's the one that I own. Uh, Thanatos Felicitas says, have you seen Dogma or The Robe? I've not seen The Robe, but I've been recommended that film several times. I have seen Dogma. Uh, it's it's an interesting take. It's definitely not a uh, it's definitely not a Catholic friendly movie by any means, but it is funny. Interesting thing about Dogma though, that movie has not been released on Blu-ray, and it is incredibly hard to find it on physical media. Like it's insane when you think about it. It's insane. Uh, let's see. Hardwick says, if Henry Cavill is playing Connor McLeod in the Highlander remake, do you think Antonio Banderas would be good casting for Ramirez? It would at least make sense. So, yes. <laughs> I think that would be good casting. Because I, I definitely have nothing against Antonio Banderas. Definitely have nothing against Antonio Banderas. All right. Kigo Rogers. You need to see The Hunted with Christopher Lambert, the dentist actor I was told. Interesting. I'll say I've, I've not seen a lot of his movies. The two films that I've seen him in are Mortal Kombat 95 and Highlander. So I don't really have a, a large palette to be able to have any nuanced approaches to his acting style. So <laughs> uh, let's see. Thirsty Warrior says, I'll be completely hacked if they do a remake of Flight of the Navigator. Never seen Flight of the Navigator. Uh, let's see. Father says, ah, some movies. Going My Way, I have seen Going My Way. The Cardinal, I have not seen. On the Waterfront, I would say that's, I show that, I've actually shown that in my class before, so I would put that up there. Um, haven't seen There Be Dragons, but I've heard, I've heard about it. Uh, Restless Heart, haven't seen that. It's about St. Augustine. The Robe, which again has been recommended, but not seen it. Uh, oh, Quovatis, Quovad, yes, Quovatis, I have seen Quovatis. And it was fine. It was fine. Uh, Father then says, also the Carriol's John Voight movie about St. John Paul II. Yes, another one that I've, I've heard of, but I've never actually seen before. Uh, Nerporeal Life Forum says, I got my Human Condition Trilogy Blu-ray today. Gonna watch it soon. Nice. I don't know what the Human Condition Trilogy is. Father, keep coming in. Also, Shoes of the Fisherman. Again, heard of it. Haven't actually seen it. At least not to my knowledge. Uh, Thirsty's Warrior says, There's only about 20 or so Zatoichi, Zatoichi films uh, settle in for a long series. Well, if they're all good, then it'll be pretty easy. Because uh, Kurosawa, I've now seen several of his movies all in a row. And it's been fantastic. It's been a lot of fun. It's been a ton of fun. So, um, all right, let's see. Laura says, yeah, singing. Oh, was that, or, I, what was I singing earlier? Uh, Jam Cruz says, have you also watched the 1999 Supernatural movie Stigmata? It was reviewed in my high school class before, for some reason, not sure if it was because I studied in a Christian school. I think it was reviewed in my high school class before the 
before for some reason. Ah, okay, okay, gotcha, gotcha, gotcha. I have not seen that one. I, I tend to stay away from, and I'm not a big fan of supernatural type films dealing with you know anything that's of demonic nature, uh, ghosts, th- those types of films I-, I stay away from for a wide variety of reasons. Father says, best how papal conclaves happen filmed, showed in class often. Best how papal conclaves have happened? Huh. Interesting. Yeah, I've never shown those before. Uh, Father saying, I'm detecting a heavily amount of sarcasm. (laughs) What? (laughs) Kiga Rogers says, it's not okay. How dare you? How dare you? It's okay. You'll be fine. You'll be fine. Uh, Blake St. Clair says, first Zatoichi movie was from 1962, I think. Best to start at the beginning. Okay. So Zatoichi was the filmmaker then. Because someone said Satoichi colon the blind samurai or blind swordsman. So I got confused. I was like, wait, is that the name of the franchise then? Satoichi or is that the filmmaker? (laughs) It was a a wee bit confusing for me. Wee bit confusing. Papano, welcome to the chat. Welcome, welcome, welcome. It's the first time I've seen you here. And uh, thank you for subscribing. He says, whoa, weird seeing Odin in HD after all of Friday Night Tights. Well, this is the first stream that I'm doing uh, with this upgraded. Uh, it's the same camera that Gary uses, actually. Um, and I'm, I'm testing it out for the first time tonight. So it seems to be coming through great. Uh, yeah, I have it set to 1080p 60fps. So that should have it be a lot smoother. And yeah, glad that all the things seem to be working uh, as well as they can. And yeah, probably the most that you'll ever hear me talk, by the way, <laughs> on these streams. Because <laughs> on the panels, I, I try and stand back and, and add things when I can. You know, you'll see me perk up whenever there's things talked about with like box office or any franchises that I'm passionate about. With all the other stuff, though, typically, if it's like comic related, things like that, I'm not really as much of an expert or as, as much of a fan. And so I, I kind of like sit back and enjoy the discussions. Uh, yeah, it's always fun because people say, wait, Odin actually talks. Odin can actually hold for a long, hold a discussion for a long period of time. Yeah. I do two shows a week, Tuesday and Saturday, uh, in the evening. And now I'm doing three shows a week in the mornings. Tomorrow morning will be our next stream, actually. It is the Good Morning Asgard stream, exclusively over on Odyssey. It's been a lot of fun. It's been a lot of fun. And uh, I'll have to try to find ways to... Get more stuff going over there. Let us see. What's going on, Just Joe 47? How's it going? Just needed to double check something real quick. Because, again, I think I have most of the people who are members memorized, but I can never be quite sure. Which is why, if it's not hard for a member to put at out at the beginning of the comment, helps me out. All right, J.M. Cruz says this. What are you saying, Odin? Highlander and Raiden in this is the same dude, and he's awesome. Come on, man. Come on, man. Joe Biden. The, excuse me. The animated movies of Highlanders were good, though. Yeah, I haven't seen the animated ones. And again, I'm, I'm not trying to crap on your mythos, as uh, Taika Waititi would, would say. I am merely pointing out my own thoughts, pointing out my own opinion, that I was not 
as fond of the film. I, I, I just, I was not entertained. Are you not entertained? No. Maximus asks, asks the question and I answer it. He asks the question, are you not entertained? And I say, no, I'm not. I'm not entertained. And now Tina's going to really hate me because I, <laughs> I used a quote from a movie that she likes from, uh, obviously, the, the actor that she's in love with. Uh, anyway, Bruce, what's up, dude? Says, the streets of San Francisco, Pim. What? That was a little confusing. That was a wee bit confusing. A wee bit confusing. Uh, Zakay Man, who's a member, says, Odin dunking on Highlander and now on original Mortal Kombat movie. I'm unsubbing with you. No, K-Man. I wasn't dunking on it. Again, I like Mortal Kombat 1995, but we have to admit that objectively it's not a good movie it's it's a cheesy fun entertaining movie and i know what you're gonna say well that's what highlander is okay that is the reason why you'll have people who will like mortal kombat 95 and people that won't because objectively speaking there isn't a a whole lot to hold on there i I would say the same is, is true with highlander personally i hope you catch my drift uh, Father says, Christopher Lambert's portrayed as Father Jerzy Papielesko, type Polish priest who was killed by the KGB in 1980s, also starred Ed Harris. Interesting. And again, I'm not saying that he's bad. I'm just saying based on the things that I've seen him in, I'm still waiting to be impressed. Blake St. Clair, wait until you see the aging techniques used in Highlander 2. I've heard to stay away from Highlander 2, and so therefore I will not watch Highlander 2. <laughs> Will Gentry, welcome to the chat, good sir. Daniel Thorne, what's going on? Says, what happened to Letterboxd updates? Dude, yeah, I, I fell behind. I fell behind Daniel Thorne big time. Uh, so something I'm doing now is on my Instagram, which I also never used. Uh, after I watch movies, if I have a moment, I, I do a quick instant review, instant reaction uh, before doing a full-fledged review for the channel. Um, I would love to be able to start doing Letterboxd again, but I've always struggled with writing. I I just, it's never been a strong suit of mine. And with all the things with being the stay-at-home dad that I I am for the summer, doing the extra shows, trying to, trying to upgrade and up, you know, make things better, more awesome for everyone here. Um, yeah, I, I just, I don't know if I'm going to be able to, to pick that back up again, but no, totally, totally right. I was trying to, uh, I was trying to, to, to keep up with that, and I, I sadly fell behind. Uh, Father Christopher Miller says, "Dogma, you lost me with George Carlin as a Catholic cardinal." You see, that's actually where I, I don't. That's actually, that's actually something that brought me in. Uh, what lost me was having uh, what's her name? The isn't she? An, she's an artist. She's a, a singer, as as God. That that's the one for me that that got me. Him as a cardinal, I mean, I, I found the irony of that to be really funny. Uh, Tina B got kicked off YouTube. No, Tina B. No. Yeah, I, I find I do find Tina B to be pretty funny. I'm sorry, Tina B is hilarious. I don't know <laughs> my brain. Tina B is hilarious. The comment was about dogma. I do find dogma to be funny. I do like dogma. However. I would not ever promote that film <laughs> in a classroom setting or from any official capacity whatsoever. However, 
uh it, it it is pretty entertaining stephanie b yes i i definitely i definitely agree with, with you there for sure oh man all right tina b my original comment was when you said are you referring to indiana jones or the alien trilogy i was saying i was referring to the samurai trilogy there's my context yes very important i'm sad to hear so the samurai trilogy is is not is not a good transfer that makes me sad I'm looking forward to to watching those because those are the only samurai movies that I have instant access to. Well, I mean that I own. I obviously could probably access some of the ones that y'all have mentioned, but um, yeah. All right. Uh, James Dossier, what's going on? Says, do you have a favorite action actor? My favorite is Sylvester Stallone. If you mean modern day... <laughs> Not to not to anger Tina, but probably Tom Cruise. And the reason why is because the dude does his own stunts and he does crazy stuff. That's why I'm very much looking forward to Top Gun 2 because I know the stunts in that film are going to be insane. And I cannot wait to see him try to outdo himself. I know he's annoying. I know that he's got a lot of issues. But hey, he makes a darn entertaining movie. He makes a darn entertaining film. And I think deep down in Tina's heart, she knows that that is true. Rob D <laughs> says, I just ate two double cheeseburgers, chicken nuggets, and french fries. I feel fat now. Um, I could understand and see why you would feel that way. That's, that's a lot of food. That is quite a bit of food. NZ guy, welcome to the chat. We got about six minutes left in the show, uh, so slow down the comments if you can. Waiting for an Androtic Laura says, I'm very upset that Jensen Ankles will be in The Boys. That show went too woke in season two. Yeah, I, I agree with that second part. I'm hoping season three pulls back. I'm not expecting it to, but obviously I can hope because I want to watch Jensen Ankles in that because based on the images, he looks awesome. He looks great. So I want to watch it just just for the look that he has for the show. So if they can just pull back, I don't think they're going to, but I just I'm gonna hold out hope. I'm gonna watch it just to see, just to see if they do. But we'll 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 see what happens. Uh, Kika Rogers says that's it. Fifty slashes with a wet noodle, not the wet noodle. Kiko Rogers, please, not the wet noodle. Blake St. Clair. Uh, Satoichi is the protagonist of the movies. Thank you very much for that clarification. That definitely, definitely helps me out. Uh, Rhaegar Targaryen says, Sadly, supernatural films tend to be pretty weak sauce where story is concerned, not compelling at all and very cheesy. Given our rich history of compelling stories, you think we can do hashtag do better. Yeah. And um, yeah, they typically rely too much on jump scares. That's why some of the, my more favorite modern horror films that deal kind of in that supernatural sense would be films like It Follows. Just very weird concept of how things get transferred, for lack of a better expression. But also at the same time, it, it's not just jump scares. There, there's a psychological... I like psychological uh, thrillers in that way. The other one that I actually like a lot better is The Babadook, which was an Australian low-budget horror film and basically all about grief and loss. And it also very much relied on uh, very much relied on psychological thriller, which I am a big fan of. 
Rob D, what kind of toast, white rye or wheat? I'd be okay with being white toast with some butter. <laughs> I like both white toast and wheat toast. Um, butter, yes. Thank uh, that would be delicious. That would be delicious. I saw someone was upset that my head's not as shiny as it normally is. <laughs> All right, JM Cruz. Uh, there needs to be a book reading featuring old Gary voice. I don't know if I could hold it for that long. <laughs> I don't. I don't know if I could. I don't know if I could hold up that voice for that long. I really don't. <laughs> I wish I could, but uh, Bruce says yes. You are coming through visually better than I've ever seen you before, Bruce. Thank you. I'm glad to hear that. I'm glad to hear. That this is working because originally I was going to try and actually stream through uh, Restream Studio. That was my original plan. And then when uh, the camera came in today and I was playing around with settings and found out I could uh, do the, the chat pop-ups uh, in a different way than originally planned, I was like, hey, you know what? Let me, let me try because using OBS, for anyone out there who has a channel or streams, Streaming through OBS is the better option every time because you're going to get so much better quality. You have so much more control over your stream. And the only two issues that typically pop up lacking is that uh, you have to design your own overlays, which can sometimes be tricky. You can find free ones. Sometimes they're not that very, they're not very good. So there's, there's that component. And then also it's harder to host people. Um, it's still possible to host people, but it can be a little bit more difficult um, than if you were using a StreamYard or Restream or Melon app and things like that. So, but I think I've I've found some ways around it. I have plans for the next chosen stream, um, which I think probably will work better for most of the chosen because the app I'm looking into Skype is one that I think works on mobile as as well as you know the, with the browser based ones like we've been using if you're on a mobile device it's very very difficult skype being a universal app i think works a lot better there is a way though for me to be able to capture individual um individual video streams from that but that that is still something too where i'm, I'm still trying to figure it out because that also has a bit of a complicated process all right, let's see. Hardwick says, have you heard of the Kurosawa movie about Rocky Balboa greeting a Southerner? It's called Yo Jimbo. Because <laughs> for a second there, I was like, wait a minute. Kurosawa couldn't have done a movie about Rocky Balboa. Oh, Yo Jimbo. I get it. <laughs> oh, it makes sense. Hey, at least someone gets it i wouldn't say that he sucks because i haven't seen all of his movies but i mean i don't have a lot to be i don't have a lot to be impressed by to say the very least uh soul assassin says the kurgan is played by clancy brown who voices mr krabs let that sink and wow all right it is 8 30 um so it is about that time for me to go so let me try and get as many of these last few comments. So some comments will have to have been skipped. So again, I, I do apologize for that, but let me just go up here 
and uh, let's just find the first comment that I can. So Brian Kim, hashtag we love Gina Carano. Thank you for being in the chat. Kiko Rogers, here we go. Uh, starting with this, you should see End of Days with Schwarzenegger. I've never seen that before. Is it is it good? Is it worth watching? Uh, Muriam Tokumba says, Odin teaches a movie class. Where do I sign up? I don't, actually. Probably could. Poppyton, what's going on? Uh, let's see. Hardwick says, so I'm guessing that's another one you retracted and then repost. Again, I would say if you've misspelled anything or anything like that, please don't retract. Don't retract. If it's something small, I'll be able to figure out what it means. I'm not Gary, okay? I'm not Gary where I can't even read a person's name. So, <laughs> got Gotchum, 30. Interesting. Um, let us see. Oh, Poppy Tun. I wonder if this would... No, uh, GIFs cannot be popped up on the screen, unfortunately. That's okay, though. All right, let's see. Hardwick says, the reason I double-posted that one is I thought you had missed it the first time. Nope. What that means is that you must pay attention, Hardwick. That one is on you. How dare you? How dare you? How dare you? Tell you, you know I fall behind the chat. But anyway, uh, last few comments here. So Hardwick says, Amelia Clark is co-writing writing a new comic about a single mother who gets superpowers from her time of the month and can swing like Spider-Man from her armpit hair. Wow, that sounds terrible, and I want nothing to do with it. All right, with that all being said, uh, please be sure to smash that like button it really does mean a lot. Seriously, I can actually uh, put up these captions now as well. So, um, yeah, smash the like button, please, if you're watching over on YouTube or uh, I guess that's the only place you can smash the like button. Uh, light up that fire button, though, if you're watching over on Odyssey. I appreciate my Aussie fam. Hope everything came through on all the platforms tonight as great as it possibly could. I tried to make the bitrate and all that stuff come out as swimmingly as it possibly can. So seriously, thank you all so very much for making uh, for making this work. And and I think it did. Based, based on the feedback that I was getting, it sounded like uh, things uh, worked out for the most part. But let me go ahead and shout out some people real quick. So these are my YouTube members at the Army of Asgard level and above. Riff Magos, Wicked Plumber, Buttcrack, Sean McDee, Mondo Spieler, Gomer Kyle 79, Your Muslim Uncle, Kara Tharp, Eric Jewett, Rich the Savior, Dadman Walking 55, M Tax Shark, Forever Sci-Fi, Rosie G12, Andrew Hoyle, Eric K, Orange Chat Reviews, Adam Avery, Jay Stowe, and Aiden Vickery. Thank you all so very much for being amazing people. And now that I see there's some donations coming through over on DLive, I kind of am curious as to how that looks on uh, the Restream chat. If that pops up here. It does pop up here. There we go. Awesome. Boom, baby. All right. So Adam and Declan, thank you so very much for the lemon donation. I appreciate it. Daniel Thorne, thank you for the lemon. Dean Heiss, here it is. Thank you very much for the ice cream donation 
I appreciate it very much. For people that have never understood why, why, what, what that is, there you go. There you go. <laughs> so thank you, DLive fam. Y'all have been great. DLive fam, y'all stick around. We'll do a chest opening uh, to, uh, to celebrate this, this joyous day and this joyous occasion. Uh, for everyone else, though, let me just go back to uh, the regular chat just to see if there's any last second uh let's see uh just another red shirt is the k man 70b nathan slate jm cruz jislaine leduck uh brian kim furry kitten lc33 amdg on majorum de gloriam for the greater glory of god a jesuit kid uh myself i i made it through great Je- great jesuits in the south terrible jesuits up in the north for college matthew highland uh, again huge shout out to stephanie b and tina b for being my amazing valkyrie yeah you can't see the ice cream pick daniel thorne you're right but hey at least it's something you guys have been amazing it's really cool to see this work out tonight um and it, it was a, a little bit hectic at first but i think i i slowly got used to it i'll have to try and find the best way uh, possible moving forward that way uh, i don't ever fall behind too far and and miss out on chats and so we'll we'll of course have to wait and see how all that works but anyway you guys seriously have all been amazing people uh youtube sucks you're right slicer neons hope you've all been great hope it's all come through fine and if i missed your comment i apologize but let me know in the comment section after this video goes live your thoughts about the stream did you enjoy the new stuff being added on and uh did i miss anything please let me know uh because i definitely want to be able to to grow as a person as well you guys are great i'm gonna shout out now my patreons in a much less quality video uh but you guys rock have a wonderful day and as always Always, God bless. And now for a huge shout out to all of my June Patreon and Subscribestar members. Andrew Hoyle, Bifford de Hobbit, Brian P., Dion, Don Bruno de la Mancha, Enrique Evangelista, Father Christopher Miller, hail to you, Father, Father Damian Cook, Garrett Searles, Inflamed Wood, It's a Trap Productions, Jason Clark, Jacob Juice, Jeffrey Toon, Jonathan Carney, Laura, the Modern Major General's story, Mike Jackson, Mad Mitch Dunaway, Mr. Peabody and his evil twin with the beautiful hair, On to June, Orange Hat Reviews, Out of Step with Reality, Priscilla Hall, Riff Magos, Rosetta Allen, Teresa Martin, Theodore Benden, and rather Teresa Martin is Miss Martin Muses now, Tina Bojan, Tina B., and Washington Madranda. Thank you all very much for being my supporters on Patreon. And to my Subscribestar peeps, Fast Reaction, Nosferatsu Gatsu, Stand For, John B., Perpetual Punster, Mr. Roy, Glinzer, J. Alex McCarthy Jr., Dean Heiss Slash, The New Number Two, J. Rod, The Beer Guru, Nevananji Adams, and ZK Man. Thank you all very much for being my Subscribestar members. And if you want your name shouted out at the every at the end of every video and live stream, please consider joining on Patreon or Subscribestar. You also get access at other tiers to things like a bi-monthly podcast, bi-monthly, bi-weekly weekly twice a month podcast that I do with John the Flick Pick Flickinger which is a lot of fun. There's also a tier in which you can join me once a month for the Chosen of Valhalla live stream where you all get to 
at that level. Join me for discussions, talk about any projects that you might be working on, or just hang out and have a good time. It's a lot of fun. And also, too, for many of those levels, you also get access to a giveaway section on the Discord server where you get access to giveaways of things like 4K movies, digital codes, and tons of other stuff like that. So if any of that sounds interesting to you, check out the links in the description and sign up over on Patreon and Subscribestar. You guys are all amazing and beautiful people. I hope you all have a wonderful day, and as always, God bless.